Welcome, 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 everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Vic, and I want to welcome everybody to another episode of what I call Black Lives Mental Health Matters, where we talk about issues affecting us today and how we deal with them and also to stress the importance of mental health uh not just for black men and women but for everyone because if we can't understand each other then we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to move forward uh so before we even get started with this um we're gonna do our ceremonial so here we go and three two and Mental Health Matters. I'm your boy Vic. And <coughs> wow. Let's start off with um, something to drink. And from there, we'll move on. So, a little background while I like this incense. Um, like I said, my name is Vic. Um, originally from Georgia. Um, a little bit of my history. I am HIV positive, diagnosed schizophrenic, um, type 2 diabetic. Um, I have what is called co-occurring disorders, meaning I have more than one disorder at a time. So there's PTSD, there's the schizophrenia. Um, there, there are a lot of co-occurring uh, disorders going on here. Um, so we have a large range of things that we talk about here um because you know i've been homeless um i'm considered severely mental ill um it, it, it is it's been an interesting trip so um i wrote down some topics um I don't know why <clears throat> I haven't made it any secret I guess as to my family dynamic which was to say the least a little bit not just dysfunctional but a little bit askewed. Um, I remember being the first one of my first memories is of abandonment from my mom um never knew my father um i think i remember hanging out with him maybe once in my life i don't i don't even know if that was just something i dreamed or concocted to make me feel better about not having a father but my earliest memory um one of my earliest memories is my mom abandoning us to our grandmother 
Um, so that right there was a little bit dysfunctional and I never knew the reason why. Um, since I've grown up, I've found out reasons and completely understand, um, you know, black Americans come from a place of resilience, persistence, um, and that's why I know I can forgive my family, but I have a hard time growing up with what I call betrayal, which is in abandonment. And let's let's talk about it. I, I feel abandoned by my family, and I felt abandoned by my family, and it was it was hard. It was really hard growing up and lying to people about whether or not I had a fam family or not because I was that out of touch with them, you know. Um, I guess sad that anybody should have to lie about where their family is or who is their family based on the shame. And that was one of our topics today, based on the shame <clears throat> that we feel. Um, I feel, yeah, I feel shame. You know, was I that bad that none of my family wanted to deal with me at 11 years old? I get uh, a little bit upset at <clears throat> a lot of the things in my past and you know I see my family posting on their Facebook for each other they all they're always building each other up you know and you're good you're good but I never see them on my Facebook trying to build me up telling me I'm doing a good job is it that I don't boast my accomplishments um, I know that can be an issue somewhere in the future because um, I don't get me wrong I'm proud of the I'm proud of the uh, progression or the, the growth that has happened to me these past 15 years or so now um, 15 years seems like a little while ago but I guess that's a sign that you're getting old, you know. Um, where was I? I just lost where I was, people. I apologize for that. Oh, we were talking about accomplishments, and I just, I love compliments. I just don't. I would rather be anonymous in my, I guess, um, not generosity, but with my philanthropy. Um, uh, it's weird. I'm not a shy person, but I am a shy person. Um, I just, hmm. I would rather people just accept generosity and generosity and stuff like that 
and pay it forward. If we could all do that, just do something to pay it forward every day, man. And I'll tell them what we could get done. Um, like I said, shame was part of my subject today. Um, partly because I just watched a TED talk about it, and it came up in my class today, and how we live with it, you know, and the less we talk about it, the more shame there actually is. So I can understand that because I never talk about my shame. I never talk about the shame of being abandoned by my family. Um, there are a couple there's a couple of instances in my life where it, there are a couple instances in my life where I feel like I still haven't made amends towards and I think I do one is one is the treatment that I've, the treatment of my ex I treated her like shit I fucked her over so many times and even in the end it was I was the biggest piece of shit ever um That's definitely a, a high point of shame for me. Um, and I feel as if I don't make amends someday or get to a point where I feel like amends have been made. Um, that shame's going to be there. Um, A good story. Um, that's not a good story. It's actually a, a really, really, really low point in my life for me. Um, when I was seven or eight, maybe almost nine years old. I remember there was a cartoon that came on on Saturday morning. It was Iron Man. And I think that's when it was. I can't remember. I got to look back and see when Iron Man was or whatever. But my older brother had hit me in the arm. And I went to school and I forgot about when my arm had been hurting. It had been hurting all class so I went to the office and they asked me what happened to my arm and I lied and I said my grandmother hit me big piece of shit worst feeling I have ever heard had is this and you know child services got involved and I remember her asking me why would I do something like that and I didn't have an answer, you know. Um, I still don't have an answer. 
<clears throat> and I still feel shame for that moment um, because I could see that I really, really hurt her. Um, yeah, I did that. Sorry. I apologize. I still do. I need to give her a call tomorrow. Um, so, when I say growing up feeling betrayed by my family, I guess now that I'm talking about it or looking back at it, I was angry. I think the abandonment of my mother and finding out she had another family after us, I think that was the main betrayal for me. Um, the fact that she had lived her life and created another family outside of us because I don't ever remember talking to her whenever we were staying with my grandmother. I think that I think that's why I acted out, you know. <clears throat> and it's funny, and this is the reason why I do this, because back then it wasn't about <clears throat> mental health, you know. No matter how much you acted out, it was just that you were a, a disruptive and unruly child, you know. And, and that is why we have a lot of the issues that we have today, because my generation you know we grew up with that you know what i'm saying there wasn't it wasn't mental health it was you just being unruly and not wanting to listen um <clears throat> today with the science and the the work that goes into the mental into mental health it is it's it's a relief that mental health is starting to become at the forefront of what's going on with us. Why are we stuck in these same repetitive ruts? Um, I can continue on this for hours and, and just talk to you about how it all boils down to white supremacy and how you know black Americans were subjected back then. You know we were literally tools you know I looked at my family history and I can trace my family history all the way back to slavery now and it's not and it's not a generation that far removed maybe two or three generations removed from me you know like, I wonder how many of my grandmother's employees robbed her or didn't or didn't uh, do something just because of the skin color or her education. Mm. I don't think this country will ever recover from from slavery. I think the only way for us to ever recover and to and, and, and to get past it is first 
like I say on every issue is education a lot of people think that you know just because slavery was abolished and the Civil Rights Acts of 1964 that we should be proud I mean don't get me wrong you know there have been large steps you know in the right direction at the same time like you have my generation who grew up with a generation of races that's how it is my generation grew up with a generation of races so it's only going to we need to I think with education is there should be limits on the ages and the uh, the lengths that people stay in like office or whatever because they become so far removed from the people um, they think they know what it's good for me or what's good for my community you know what's good for my community you know what I mean what's good for me is all I can speak to right now um, but who knows fire 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 uh, one thing that I should have done at the very beginning of this is to tell you all that you are amazing people and you are um and that i hope everything in the world good happens to you and everyone else and with that we're going to hashtag three things and when i say hashtag three things that means we're going to talk about three things that we are grateful for at this moment in time number one i am grateful for the quiet and the ear hustling of my fiance grateful for that it hurts whatever <clears throat> number two I am grateful for I'm grateful I got food in my fridge you know what I mean number three is I'm grateful for all of you uh, thank you for listening to this you give me a reason to keep going to keep recording every week and that's what I'm going to continue to do and I just want to say, like I said, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, so, did anybody watch the Oscars? I didn't, but the whole morning, the next day, they were talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. That was lame, lame, lame. Comedy is on a spiral downward. That form of art is dead, and they just need to forget about it. Um, I can't believe that what really I can't believe how unprofessional that dude acted in front of the world man what was he thinking he's like one of the biggest actors ever and you do some shit like that you slap a man because he made a joke not even about your wife but about G.I. Jane and you, it should have never happened. Pieces. I just, ugh. But everybody makes mistakes, yeah? 
Yeah, but at the same time, this man is... You have to... He's held to a standard higher than a lot of other people. Um, and I get that it's not fair, but that's the life he chose. And the life he chose was to be in that spotlight. Um, so if somebody were to make fun of him or his wife or anything for that matter, he should, I mean... You asked for that, you know what I mean? For the past 30 years that you've been in the business, you know, people are going to say things, and they have said things. Where do you get the audacity to... And the joke was funny. Okay, I'm just gonna say that Chris Rock had a funny ass joke, and he and he landed that shit. <laughs> you know how I know he landed that shit because Will Smith laughed. What a shame! What a shame! What a shame! What a shame! Um, so so far. On the job that I got that is supposed to start on April 18th, it is it's still in the books. I haven't gotten any emails or calls saying you uh yeah yeah I haven't gotten any calls saying don't worry about working here, which I think is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. You're a pal and a confident. Right now, I'm looking at weed sales for the weekend. I'm not even going to lie. Um, yeah, so... Thank you. Thank you for uh, listening. Um, I'm glad I could come and share some things with you. Um, thank you for listening so if anyone has any questions comments ideas feedback anything even if you just want to start a conversation you can always reach me at blm health matters at gmail.com that's blm health matters at gmail.com and i'm usually available um i usually check the emails the day of my recording so and i might go through it during the week but hit me up that's blm health matters at gmail.com and not just black life mental health matters but all lives mental health matters and that's why i do this for all lives we just want to throw a little emphasis on black lives because i know how i was raised and 
mental health was not at the forefront. So we have to deal with decades and decades and decades and decades of just suppression. Just, it's really, I mean, that's post-traumatic syndrome if you look at it right. You know, you know, everything was just the slave owners would just oppress and press and press and you would have to repress all that all that and it just kept going and going and going and eventually you know we've seen some bursts but eventually the dam's gonna break um and it's not just gonna be a leak like what happened in Watts or what happened during the war and king or what happened during the black lives matter thing it's not going to be that. It's going to be a flood. And if we're not careful, we're going to be lost in that flood. So, for everybody out there, I want you to make sure to keep an eye on your mental health. The mental health of those around you. And they'll always know there's always somebody out there. There's always somebody out there to listen. Uh, again, this is Black Lives Mental Health Matters. It's your boy Vic. And I'm going to say goodbye. And I'm gonna go and smoke some weed. Ha! Deuces. Stay up.